Hey, I'm Casey Curry. Welcome to my podcast. This is podcast number two, which is now called Where To Next. We have changed the name to basically fit in with exactly where we're going and, and what we're doing next. So right now, I am three days away from Trail Emissions. We've had an uh, incredible couple weeks at home. We won the Baja 500 down in Mexico in our class of Ultra 4, uh, which was a very challenging race for us. But now we are <clears throat> changing gears, and we have been working on our Jeeps like crazy inside of our shop at Casey Curry Motorsports here in Corona, California. And uh, we have the Jeep JK uh, truck ready to go down to Baja. We have made some slight changes to the vehicle to uh, try some new things. We are trying out the new Fox 2.0 electric shocks on the, on the Jeep. And uh, I am bringing my wife and my two boys, uh, two and four years old, uh, down to Mexico. So it's my youngest first time ever uh, across the border. Uh, Cameron Steele, um, who is the organizer of Trail Emissions, um, I'm actually going to invite him onto the show tonight and give us a little breakdown of, of what Trail Emissions is all about and, and how it works. And, uh, you know, to me, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in everything Cameron does. He does a phenomenal job uh, hosting um, these events. He does a very good job of taking care of all the people on the trip. He is a family man himself, and he understands what it takes to bring down uh, babies as his daughter has come down to Baja basically since she was a baby. And uh, now has grown up and is a, a little bit older uh, girl that's in school and has stories of her own. And, and that's what I want my boys to have. So I'm interested to learn uh, more of what Cameron does. I uh, want everyone to know how this trip works, where we're going, and the, uh, the amount of effort that he puts into these events. It's, it's incredible of what we do and how we do it. And, you know, this event, I am don't have to do anything more than get my own vehicle ready. We're going to be down in Baja for seven days. I'm uh, actually arriving to Cabo and I have to fly home early to get to another event. So I don't get to relax and hang out in Cabo San Lucas for three or four days with everybody and then, you know, do the journey home. I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to do the drive down dirt roads all the way to Cabo. And then once we arrive, I have to book it to um, back to Auto Enthusiast Day here in Anaheim, California. But right now, I'm going to get Cameron Steele on the phone and rap with him and really understand more of what Trail Emissions is all about. All right, guys. Well, I got Cameron Steele on the phone, the creator of the Trail Emissions, actually one of my absolute most favorite events of the year. Um, I started going with my dad. I've been with my uncles. I've been with some of my best friends. And uh, now I actually bring my wife and I bring my uh, I brought my son last year and now I'm bringing both my boys. And uh, to me, it is one of the highlights of my year. And with Cameron, basically, Cameron, all I want to do is go over the event. I want to I want to know all about it, what we're, where we're going, what we're doing and the exciting parts of the trip where uh, people out in the world want to, you know, listen and follow in and, and where they can follow. Well, for sure, Casey. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's an honor to have you back on Trail Emissions. Of course, we uh, strive to have something a little different, and with some change-ups every year, we're going to some pretty incredible places. We're going to see some places for the first time ever, uh, me included. First time ever seeing something in Baja, which you can't always say. And uh, you can see the, the Trail Emissions unfold on social media through you know, Desert Assassins, Monster Energy, X Games, um, you know, and then everybody else is social, BF Goodrich and Fox, big parts of it. So those companies, of course, will be posting stuff, but then everybody else's companies will, will post as well. So 
can follow along with pictures and short videos, and then eventually it'll uh, culminate in the ABC uh, World of X Games special, which will air on a weekend, I believe, in August. And last year we were super fortunate to have a really great rating and lots of people watch and lots of good feedback, so fired up about it for sure. So that's awesome. So it is it is on TV again, and X Games is still a part of it. Yeah, for sure. We've been a part of it for, uh, this will be the third year, if I'm not mistaken. And it's been really great because um, it gives us a great avenue. You know, ABC has lots of eyeballs, and X Games, of course, is very well respected. And it gives us the ability to showcase some of our athletes. This year, um, X Games, perennial favorite in the vert ramp, I believe 14 gold medals overall, Jamie Beswick is with us and of course you're with us um you know winning portugal king of hammers and and a lot of other stuff and just the overall amazing uh spokesman for off-road justin lofton is coming with us who's a multiple time mint 400 winner and a guy who shows a lot of speed qualifying and racing and you know we love to hate him because he's so good (laughs) (laughs) and then uh ricky brayback who is a factory honda rider for the monster energy Honda team at Dakar, he built the Raptor through our Baja HQ, and he's coming along and bringing his dad. So the vibe that we share on dirt bikes, he's going to share with his dad inside the Raptor. So I'm very stoked to have, be a part of that. But, you know, that on top of some other great races like Steve Olligas and uh, Cody Wagner from the rock racing world. And we've got a lot, of, a lot of new faces as well, people that haven't spent any time in Baja. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. And, and like on that note, I mean, just to bring it up, like how, how do you even pick who goes? Because I know there's so many people that want to go. And I mean, me personally get hundreds of people that are asking how. And I mean, what do you what do you pick for people that want to go down to Baja and, and do your adventures? Totally honest um, about this. It, it comes down to fit, persistence, um, organization, equipment, people vouching for them. So for us, you know, we're not a tour company, so we don't just make up a tour and have people come and we advertise it and try to get as many people as possible. We try to nail it down to a certain number of people. We do this trip one time a year to Cabo, um, our trail missions, I should say. And so we get a lot of different people asking. We get quite a bit of different people, even from other countries. And really it's come down to trying to pair the equipment to make it all fit because, you know, we've had some, differences in equipment in the past and it's kind of hard you know people aren't quite as ready and we end up waiting we also you know i like it when we get people we don't know but i like we like to be able to vouch for them and know that they have some off-road experience or at least uh, are great people so it's really a hodgepodge of how people get chosen and you know whether it's you know hundreds of people asking to go on this trip or 10 people doesn't really matter it's still really important to make a great fit and that's what we strive for uh this year a lot of the messages you know we have a lot of great personalities race-wise but we also have a lot of great families and that's exciting for us too because you know kids are a big part of it and sharing that stoke with the kid um and all of us with the kids is important i don't know if i said that exactly correctly but it's definitely a big part of it for me yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean the kid thing. I mean, obviously, I'm a, a dad of. I got a little four year old, but uh, and a two year old, so our three year old, and uh, 
No, it's it's cool because I mean I I would never bring my boys down to a race with all the chaos going on and all the chase and too many people on the highway and and the race is going too fast to uh to bring my boys down and to be have the opportunity to share something that obviously I'm passionate about and ridden dirt bikes down there and obviously with you and uh, but now to to get them both down there and to see everything that we get to see is is amazing so I I like the family aspect for sure for sure and I think the cool thing is that a guy like you who's a very well-regarded, well-known racer can come down there and you can share your experience, not only with your kids, but with other people that only know you from seeing you on TV or on the web or whatever, but you're sharing that experience with your kids. But at the same time, you're standing back watching your kids share that experience with other kids and other personalities. And for me, that's a great part of it because, you know, we can share, Heidi and I can share with Kay endlessly our daughter is six years old, but it's super cool for us to watch the other kids share with her. And then the other adults give them the input, you know, because eventually some other adult has to say, Hey, let's go do this. Or, Hey, don't do this. And so they get a, a different dose of it, but they also get to see all these different views from other people's eyes. And I, I think it's really cool. You know, it's a, a big part of it is just the hodgepodge of people that I really like. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, one of the – I don't even know the family, but there's another family that has two kids that are the exact same age as my kids. So it's funny you say that because that's actually something that inside that I never really thought of until you just said it is that uh, I'm excited for them to actually be able to around, be around people that are their same age in a totally different – you know, totally different area than home and going to school. So uh, that's actually funny that you say that. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, it's cool. And and your kids have experienced that lifestyle. Those kids that are, the, that are the exact same age as your kids um, are actually a really great friend of ours, the Schmalhoffers that we hang out with. And we go to the gym three days a week together, and this is their very first time to Baja. So they've never – I mean, they, they owned a house in Ocotillo Wells, and they ride dirt bikes and stuff, but they've never experienced Baja. So your kids or Ryan is going to get to share his experience um, and a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of comfort with those kids, you know, to be yeah. able to have, tag them along. No, it's it's amazing. So I, I, that's even cooler to uh, to hear that. So nope, it makes me exciting. So I mean, and now back, I mean, to the event though, Cam. Like, I mean, where we're going, I know there's some places that you don't really like to talk about, but I mean, as far as the places that we go and the hotels and you know the safety of Baja and all that. Like, my biggest thing about like my podcast and what I want to do is I want everyone to know that first, like you know, whether they're going to go down the trail missions or watch trail missions. But what I want to do is give the people the insight that, Hey, where we're going and the places we're going is like, you know, not only do you like to give back and, and everyone around you gives back is, you know, but are these places safe and can, can anyone go down and, and see, you know, the Baja that you see? Well, that's the beautiful part of Baja. Basically anybody can go and my, my disclaimer is that you always got to plan for yourself. You always got to organize smartly and you got to make your own decisions. Um, you know, people can influence you. You can see videos, you can see, um, pictures, social media, and you can, you can see places that you like, but I think it's imperative that people do their own research, research and decide what's good for them and what's a smart decision. But, you know, most all the places that we're staying are frequent, frequented by off-roaders and, and eco-tours, eco-tours and, uh, surfers, fishermen, there's, so many people that are on the peninsula enjoying the amazing people and the amazing vistas. It's crazy, you know, like 
Um, you know, there's places like Catavina, which are on Highway 1, and, you know, people are going to drive right through. Same with San Ignacio. You know, those are a couple of places that we love to go to. And they're very familiar to people, very easy. But, you know, like San Ignacio, I think sometimes people just drive through and they don't even know that there's a beautiful mission there and a town square and ice cream to be had. And, and that's part of the exploration, you know, just getting off the off the highway and taking a look. But it's always hard for people to make that time. But that's part of the sharing, you know, let, let people see what it is and, and make their own opinion whether they should go there. You know, the, the along the Sea Cortez and the Conception Bay, we're going to see, you know, Santa Rosalia, Mulahe, Loretto. We'll be, you know, driving by Santa's Pack and Arrakasan, which is the two-sided beach. And all those places are readily available. I mean, the sites are less than a quarter mile off of Highway 1, and in the most most part, either closer than that or even paved to get to. So it's, it's not very adventurous when you're talking about just going to some of those sites. I mean, you can get off the grid real easy. Yeah. And and it's overly adventurous for some people, and they're not prepared. So that's why I talk about you got to make that time to to make a good plan and get good data and decide what's good for you. But man, there are so many cool places to go and see. And even like I said, just along Highway One, there are some absolute bangers. I mean, uh, real quickly thinking about it, we'll actually be staying along Highway One. Four, four of the seven nights that we're doing it, you know. So I mean, oh, wow. it's not like it's not like we're super far off the grid, yep. but some of the places we'll travel to along the way will be very remote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, that's what I, that, my biggest thing is I, pushing what you just said. Going to those places that are, you know, that sometimes you know people don't feel like going that far off Highway One or getting that far away from any uh, big. T- town but to know that there is places out there that are beautiful and 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 are, are the right to anybody and that safety you know my big thing is trying to go anywhere anywhere we go that you know we we play by the rules and we don't do anything that put us or our families in danger right i mean well we always try to make smart decisions and make make good decisions as a group we talk to the locals we talk to people and you know we um work with the, the government the places that we're going and you know we try to put ourselves in good positions and you know i think some of the easy rules are you know don't drive a bunch at night it's just uh there's livestock on the road and um the roads are small and narrow and people's lights are bright i mean right that's just like one of the easy rules to follow by and so that's why we try to do all of our driving in the day you know then try to go to places that you know people are frequenting and there's going to be other tourists there or um there's you know been other people off-roading there just uh you know try to try to put it in a in smart decisions it, it really comes down to not making a bad decision and like i always say on rip the cabo if you think it's a bad idea it definitely is and and you don't want to you don't want to make risky decisions and i think a lot of that comes back to just common sense and people not not making a fool of themselves by making a bad decision yeah yeah for sure nope i i, I agree but so now I'm back. I got now I got some other questions for you, Cam. Th- this is a massive event as far as logistics, uh, the the organization, and what you bring down to the event. I mean, can can we talk about? It? I mean, I'm looking at uh, at some of the uh, emails going through. I mean, you you really have a, a, a huge amount of people that support what you do and and support basically all of us to make it this amazing event. I mean. Do you, I mean, I, do you want to talk about it? I mean, what you bring and sure. how, how you make it happen? It's amazing to me to see what you do. 
Sure. Well, the way it works basically is we, we normally go on a trip like trail emissions. We come home and a group of us will digest. Um, we'll send out an email to the group, you know, give us your likes, you know, the loves, the likes, the, uh, the I'd rather not do it again. And we take, we take that into consideration. We get with our planning group. Uh, more or less, there's um, four or five of us that are really core to the planning. You know, I could tell you it's uh, Cody Stewart, who's my navigator in my trophy truck, Azam Flores, who's been with us a long time, big time uh, Baja traveler, um, Corey Fowler, who owns the place in Scorpion Bay, and, um, you know, Ryan Thomas, who obviously is a five time Baja 1000 winner. We talk a lot about the routes, the ideas, the planning. Heidi gets involved. We get the ladies involved, and we and we just start kind of hashing out. You know, what have we done? What was great? What could we do again? What could we do better? And the bottom line is, we start trying to figure out, you know, how we can fit X number of people in different places, and where where there's decent hotels or good hotels, and where there's real personality and flavor. You know, we love going to places that have um, personality. You know, like we love El Rosario because. Um, Antonio Baja Cactus and the Mama Espinosa people family, so great, so gracious. But the same goes for Melon Ranch, Mike Sky Rancho. The people of Vizcaino are unbelievable. San Ignacio has a great, great amount of people that are just awesome. So we just kind of start developing a plan and we start thinking about, okay, what would you like to do that you haven't done? Or what would you, what are these big, big items that maybe would be like a cornerstone for people to see? You know, whether it's one of the couple secret beaches that we keep the names off the map or whether it's a, a point that no one's ever been to or a cave painting that no one's ever hiked to, we try to pick some of those and then and start developing a plan around that. And really, it's it's really a 10-month process. Um, when we come out of the last trip, we, we get the feedback from our friends and then we start breaking it down and then we start trying to figure out what kind of chase and support gets involved. You know, we have a caterer. Um, Alec Ballin, AB Alpha Grade Catering, he works with us. He goes on all of our big trips, and we try to figure out where the food service could be the most epic. Where it's, you know, if it's going to be a hot day, where can it be cool? Where can we get along the ocean? And we start planning backwards from there and figure out how the day is going to work. You know, with this trip, we have an ABC TV show, lots of social media, Fox sends uh, two cameramen who are in charge of shooting photos and populating social media for as many as 15 different brands as well as x games and then on top of that we have our television crew that's led by neil goss who's been doing it with us since 2010 if i'm not mistaken and uh we have that crew that embeds inside the trucks with people so you know we have support vehicles for all of that and then on top of that you know we have support vehicles on the highway as well as a helicopter and then support vehicles on the trail and multiple medics that are are placed inside the trucks and it's a it's a big moving puzzle but the cool part is that we get to integrate all that those parts everybody's one big group one big family no one's per se just chase no one's just a, a guest everybody's kind of the same everybody puts their pants on the same every morning so the logistics is massive and um you know we have someone that just 100 percent works with the government's of North and South Baja to secure all that information and pass that along and organize our meetings. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool to see that a lot of the people involved are people that 
have been a part of Rift to Cabo or Trail Missions or other trips for a long time. And some of them are really, you know, riders or people that have come on the trips that have just jumped in and want to do it. And the same thing does for Rift to Cabo. We now are giving riders days. You know, guys will come to us and say, hey, I want to plan this day, and I think this is what we should do. And we say, okay, you take the day and make it happen. And so it's just kind of a committee. It's not all me. It's not all Heidi. It's not just the two of us. It's big group of people that get involved to make it happen. No, it's awesome. So now you guys really do a phenomenal job and make Baja amazing for uh, anybody that wants to go down there with their family or, or even with their friends. So Yeah, and that's the cool part about the trip. I mean, I think we still, you know, we have a pretty big family aspect, but we still have a big um, footprint with stars, so to speak. And also we have people that are, you know, just a couple guys that want to go down and join us and, um, every once in a while we get random requests and people fit in and it's, and it works out great. You know, back before we did trail admissions, we did a, a truck trip that really was the precursor to trail admissions. And, uh, these guys sent us a message. They heard about it and they sent us a message and we we're like, well, who do you know? We don't know anybody. We know nobody. We're like, huh? I got on the phone with them. I had three or four other people call, which is kind of how it works for new people if they don't have someone that's directly connected. And we had these guys come along. This was seven years ago or six years ago. They've been on virtually two trips a year since then with us. And just a couple guys that love to go to Baja and love to hang out. And they're a lot of fun, you know. And They've ended up racing the Nora with some other friends and the, and the score races with people that have they've met on our trips. And that's the great part is the extension of the people. And some of our greatest friends have come from hosting these trips. And I'll be honest, sometimes it feels like you're beating your head against the wall when you're trying to plan it or organize it or whatever. But when you finally get to hang out with everybody and the relationships that are built, we were just at a, a wedding this weekend with someone we would have never met had they not wanted to go on Ripsicalo. And had, they had someone call us and vouch for them to go on the trip. We let him go. And now he's become a medic on our trips. And last week we were at a wedding and there was at least, I'd say 30 people at the wedding that were from Trail of Missions in Rip to Cabo <laughs> because of that, because of that relationship that was built around, around those trips. No, I, uh, that's, it's amazing. It, that's, that's super rad. And it's actually funny cause I actually have a story very similar. I was actually just racing in Africa on the Merzoga rally and, uh, I had two guys at different times that knew nothing about racing at all come up to me and one of them knew me from uh, riding Rip to Cabo and seeing it on TV. And another guy knew me from watching me ride, uh, drive my Jeep on trail missions. They knew literally nothing about my racing. They didn't know that I even raced off road. They didn't know anything about the hammers. They only knew me because I rode dirt bikes and drove Jeeps on the trail missions and Rip to Cabo. That's crazy. We get messages all the time from people, you know, in different States, but more importantly in different countries, and the ABC show, I don't want to quote the exact numbers, but I can tell you it's uh, well over 100 million homes in the United States that the show is available to. But there's, uh, there's a, um, such a giant number of countries that it goes to, and the worldwide number is in the hundreds of millions of homes that it's available in. I, don't, I can't quote where it goes and how it goes or yeah. when it goes. But it's really cool to know that those shows are going out there. And the same is true for, you know, the shows that we do on other networks. We do a lot of shows with CBS Sports, and 
they repurpose those shows all over the place. And so the reason why we did this year, we did a trip to Portugal with 14 dirt bikers. I know you went to Portugal and had a good experience. And I, and I took your feedback, but I had a guy from Portugal who'd watched the Rip to Cabo on TV there. And he reached out to us and said, Hey, I can host you guys in Portugal. And we started that conversation. And within seven months, we went from meeting each other on the internet sending him tens of thousands of dollars via wire transfer, having never met him and then going there and having an excellent experience and all because he saw our show on TV and he runs a tour company and reached out to us and said, Hey, let's go. And it was like, that that's how simple it was. Yeah. It's awesome. Dude, that is a phenomenal story. So yeah, the, the camaraderie of the off-road community is very cool. The people are amazing. And, you know, we're so fortunate to be able to be in a position where, you know, people like Monster and our other sponsors support not only the racing, but the adventuring and and the television and the media. And we're able to share it because I really, at the end of the day, I don't, you know, you can win a lot of races, but being able to share great moments with people and share the beauty of different places is way more uh, my cup of tea than just winning or running in front on a couple of races. Oh, absolutely. And I, th- I honestly think in today's age with all the social media going on, I think there's a lot of kids and teenagers and, and adults that to them watching a race isn't that exciting when now you can go out and buy a Ford Raptor, or a Jeep, a Can-Am, a Polaris, and go out and ha- you know have your own adventures and, and create your own stories. So, I mean, I just think you were ahead of your time when you uh, when you started all these, uh, these trips. I appreciate that. And I... I totally echo your sentiment because you know we drive we we've had i think um geez i think we've had seven raptors now that we've had and every single one of them has been phenomenal we get in the jeeps it's unbelievable you see the utvs i mean everybody's equipment is so good and and i we don't promote any one brand specifically um but i am impressed by everybody's stuff because literally I mean, you got to do some planning and a little bit of upgrades would be great, but you can take a lot of stuff right off the showroom floor and have a really good off-road experience. And it's just shocking how much good equipment is out there right now. And um, it's a great it's a great time in off-roading. And people are still thinking about it, still developing. I mean, we're driving, I mean, just for example, you know, the JL comes out and there's all these new advancements. The new Raptor comes out, and, you know, we're going to have electronic adjustable suspension on the awesome. Raptors coming up. It's just like, and then you look at the UTVs, what Can-Am and Polaris are doing, and everybody, Yamaha, Honda has a new one. It's just like, holy crap, it's just so amazing. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that coming back to where you're at, though, I think that these events, man, I really I really think that people want to watch and, and, and look at what uh, what we're doing so they can go and, uh, and partake, because I think that there's a lot more people interested in driving now than uh, just sitting back on the couch and watching. Well, I think that overall, I mean, for the good and bad of it, social media has, has changed the landscape. You know, there's a lot of people that suddenly have a voice to be negative yes. that didn't have one before, but at the same time, a lot of people have a voice to be positive and to share good stuff and images. And, you know, we're getting to watch things like the Baja 1000 or Dakar or the King of the Hammers through social media and be able to be impacted by all that. And then, you know, being able to put our own spin on it you know, spin's not the right word, but put our own look to it Yep. and do our own thing and uh, be able to share it. It's just, it's just cool, you know, and um, I'm actually sitting right in front of the list of all the people going 
on trail missions and uh such a wide variety of people and i'm i'm so excited to be able to share it with so many different faces you know even even like the guys from baja bound insurance who are basically the premier you know insurance company in baja as far as i'm concerned i mean there's a lot of great companies don't get me wrong they're coming on our trip uh, one of the primaries is with his family so that they can come and experience you know, the the way we're all doing it together. And it's just a, just a rad deal, you know, just, I love everybody that comes on the trip. Yeah, no, I agree. So I, I totally agree. Well, Cameron, I really, really appreciate the t- taking the time right before this chaotic event and then, uh, and getting on the phone with me and uh, well, we'll see you in a couple of days. And I really appreciate it. The phone call. For sure. I'm stoked. And thank you, Casey, for being a big believer. I mean, you and your family have been massive, on trail missions, we've always had a great friendship and partnership, but also back to Rip the Cabo and all the things we've done, man. It's just, it's cool to be able to share it. And, you know, you do your thing, we do our thing, but we all end up doing it together and just laughing all the way. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in a couple of days. Right on. Much love, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I really want to thank Cameron Steele for getting on my podcast and, and opening it up and tell everybody what it's all about. I mean, I trail missions, absolutely one of my favorite events of the year. Um, the, the catering, the hotels, the logistics, the medics, the, the helicopters, the, the chase, the, the, his whole support. I mean, all his people, they're phenomenal. They do a really, really good job. And, uh, I'm excited to be down in Baja once again, it's been less than a month since the ball 500 and I'm excited to be back down there. Uh, and I'm excited to bring my boys and uh, after talking just on this uh, podcast, it really makes me excited to uh, to just be driving my Jeep and not having to be worrying about the logistics of racing and all the stress with the with my crew and everything. So it's it's awesome to go. Uh, you guys really need to check it out. Obviously, on my social media, on my Instagram, Facebook, I'll be posting almost every single day when I have cell phone service. Um, we will be posting up on um on all of the Cameron Steele Desert Assassin uh, media channels, Monster Energy, X Games, uh, we'll all be posting up as well. So check them all out. And then the cool thing is, is everyone can watch this show in a couple months on ABC, which is is amazing for me as a driver because I want everybody to see what we do. And and you know by listening to this, I hope you guys can follow along and and check out the adventure. And and really, I want more people to come down to Baja. I want more people to go on trips with Cameron Steele, whether you're a dirt bike rider or a truck driver. Uh, Come down, check it out. And, uh, you know, for me, where to next? Subscribe to the podcast. Comment. Let me know what we should do next, where we should go, and if you want to see or hear anything else. Thank you guys so very much, and we'll be back here soon.